0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the one we've teased online. You've seen the poster, and here we go, sitting down with the newest member of the Halifax Thunderbirds. He's in Daytona Beach, Florida right now, Mr. Tyson Bell. Tyson, how's it going today, buddy?
1: Not bad, man. Thanks. Thank you for having me.
0: Not a worry at all. Well, we want to kick this one off. We want to ask a simple question right here. We want to know, who is Tyson Bell, the person and the player? What can Halifax fans expect?
1: Well as what I've been told and what I've kind of took the name under was just a nice gritty, um, transitional player. Um, you know, it's always kind of been the playing style that I've played growing up. Um, if, if you have the ball and I'm defending you, my job is to take the ball from you and get it down the floor. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to bring that, um, grip factor into Halifax, you know, the, the back end down there is it, it is what it is. You know, you got Graham Hossack, you got, you got Withers, Barkley. You know, I'm just really excited to, to shoot up with those guys and, and bring something back to Halifax.
0: No, definitely. Well, I got to ask the question, I asked this of all the guys, why lacrosse? What drew you to the game and what makes you so passionate about it?
1: Well, short, long story short, I grew up actually playing hockey and baseball um baseball due to my 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 dad and his brother um and hockey just that's the canadian kids dream right growing up playing it um and you know i i kind of fell short with hockey didn't really take me anywhere and then uh with my family member billy d smith who is on the the bench of halifax he introduced me him and mark steinhouse introduced me to lacrosse and um was fortunate enough to get my first stick from billy d and um hopped in a camp that they run throughout the summer back in uh, in Grimsby back home and uh, I kind of just took it from there
0: Well, you're definitely a standout. You look through all the things that you've accomplished so far in your career. And just when you seem to get onto a team, it just gravitates to a new level. So obviously you got that it factor about you. And you were talking about, you know, if you're defending someone, you're getting that ball and you're not allowing them to transition down the floor. For you, what drew you to the D position? What made you want to be that guy that's rugged and physical and takes the ball away and does all that, strips guys? What drew you to that spot in the game?
1: Uh, I think just growing up, that was kind of my role. Um, I was kind of a shorter kid back then when I was playing the minor and um, coach just kind of threw me back out the DN, but then realized that I could kind of play both when, uh, when when I would take the ball away from some players and, um, and transition it down the floor. So uh, with, with the years kind of coming on to me now and, and kind of taking that, that role in the NLL, um, I hope to obviously graduate and, and get better and take, you know, the younger guys that are coming on the team under my wing and show them that, hey, if, if you grew up playing just defense, there might be another side to it. You know, just kind of like I've always said to myself, and what I've been told is just tr- trust the process and, and good things will come.
0: No, you know, the, the key words there, trust the process in Halifax, they're definitely trusting that process. Well, I want to walk back to your, uh, your draft year. Obviously, in 2015, you go in the second round, to the ref next, you declare that you want to be in the draft. Did you know that you were getting drafted? Did you know you're going second round? Uh, was anything told to you beforehand, or was that all something that was uh, completely excitement just presented to you as it happened?
1: It was like you just said, present me as it happened. You know, I, I went to the combine in Oakville at the track, um, talked to maybe eight teams that were in the NLL, and one of them that I hadn't talked to being Calgary. So come draft night, I'm sitting there waiting for my name, you know, just patiently waiting for, for, for my name to be called. And um, like I said, I, I, I never got to talk to Calgary during those interviews at the end of the combine. So it was kind of like a surprise to me when, when they did pick me up and you know, uh, it's a true blessing for that because uh, you know, I put my time in there and um, I ended up winning a championship, which is, which is one of the best things ever. And um, yeah, like I said, just very thankful for that opportunity. And um, yeah.
0: Well, walk us through playing for Calgary, obviously, uh, you know, one of the league's perennial teams, obviously near the top, uh, really good squad. You get to be a part of the 2019 championship team and we'll talk about that in just a moment, but talk to us about Calgary and what it's like to play in Calgary, the fans and what it means to everyone for that team, because, you, you'll see when you get here, but lacrosse here in Halifax, it was huge and it meant a lot to a lot of people. And it was something for us to latch onto outside of hockey and the moose heads. So I'm wondering for you, you know, what was the impact of the Roughnecks and for you, what was the impact of the fans going back to reciprocal effect?
1: Calgary, obviously you see how it is. It's a not just a hockey town, but it's a sports town. You got the CFL team. Um, you got the, the Calgary Hitmen, you got the Calgary Flames. Um, i I absolutely loved it there I lived there my five years I played there I lived there um you know it's it's just a great sports town and the fans there couldn't have thanked them anymore um great support um you know even just in warm up showing up and seeing how many fans are there watching you wanting to wear your jersey wearing t-shirts whatnot it it kind of it is a special feeling and um i've only heard nothing but great things in Halifax and uh very looking forward to that
0: no it's definitely going to be a good time having you up here and yeah the fans in Calgary obviously rabbit i mean i've watched a lot of uh, lacrosse myself i used to live in toronto and watch the toronto rocks so i'm very familiar with uh, the rabbit fan base but go back to 2019 winning that championship you know what is it like being a part of one of those games where you know, basically, you're in the championship game. You can win it that night, but then you go to overtime. Are you gripping the stick a little bit more? Is it a little bit there, more intense?
1: I definitely started to sweat a little more than I already do. And uh, we had sold out the crowd. Like, it was pretty cool to see and a very, very humbling experience to be a part of that. And, yeah, going to Buffalo for game one, kind of putting up some numbers there, it was – crazy to think because Buffalo was the best team during the season. And then, you know, we come back to Calgary and yeah, like you said, I gripped the stick a little too tight coming into overtime. Like, okay, this is it. If we win, we're, we're the champions, you know, it's, that's, that's what you want. But, um, you know, it, Reese Dutch, what a beauty. No, he, no he, he, I, I literally
0: just watched it again, just to be refreshed on it just before we jumped on. What is that emotion like, though? Do you see that go in? What, like, give us the course of it. Like, is, is your heart's pounding? Obviously, you see it go in, but is it just everything goes off and it's a melee from there? Just exciting. Everything
1: goes off. The helmet gets thrown. Sticks go in the air. You know, something like you've always dreamed of as a kid winning a championship. And yeah. winning a championship in the NLL, I think, is a very hard thing to do. And, you know, the, there's players that have put their time in um, and – they haven't had that opportunity to win a championship. So with me playing in Calgary for those years and being able to win a championship, it's definitely a feeling that never goes away. And, and it's something that I want to chase and I want to chase, um, again, coming into Halifax, because I know as everyone says, there's unfinished business and, um, I don't know. I think Halifax would definitely enjoy, um, a championship. Absolutely.
0: No, we definitely would. And we'll talk more about the, the Thunderbirds here in a moment. I want to ask one last question about the Roughnecks. Now, going into next season, being a part of the Thunderbirds now, is there someone you're looking forward to going up against if you get the opportunity to play Calgary? Is there someone you're a little excited to maybe mix it up with and have a little fun with on the floor?
1: Absolutely. The whole team, We it was a family-based <laughs> team. Um, we were all best friends. There was no clicks. There was no groups, nothing. We were all on the same page. Um, but it definitely if there was one player that I would love to play against would be Dixon. Um, you know, he's been one of the best players in the world. One of my favorite players in the world and a great guy on and off the floor means well, but um, yeah, he definitely be one player I would like to stick it to because, you know, we, we, we did put our time together in Calgary and he was one of my good friends and um, being one of the best players in the world, uh, I would definitely like to to shut that down and, and prove myself a little bit more
0: well that's gonna be fun to watch i can't wait to see that one and we'll have to highlight that when that game comes up do a little video about it make sure to Absolutely. put this out there as a little bulletin board material for you <laughs> just stifle it down but Absolutely. um you know bring us to last year obviously the draft going down did you know that you might be being shopped or being traded was that something that was you know presented to you say hey tyson we might be looking to move you you know go in a different direction here or was that something just caught you off guard and they called you up?
1: It was about a 50-50. I knew that there was a possibility, but then I wasn't really banking on it. I didn't want to have to move. Um, obviously, just because I love the team, um, it was a great team. I I I was welcomed very very well when I first started there. And and coming off a championship, it's you don't really want to leave the team, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, it, it it literally came down to the draft where, yes, you could, but then no, you couldn't. But then there was other problems that you know had to be kind of dealt with. And uh, yeah, I uh, like very like I said, very thankful for for the opportunity. Um, and yeah, when when Mike called me and Billy D called me saying hey, welcome to the Halifax Thunderbirds. I couldn't have been any more happier um, knowing I'm going to a great organization and a great team and uh, looking for a championship here coming up.
0: So was that the first person you spoke with from the Thunderbirds after you know you knew you were getting traded? Was that Micah Kersey?
1: It was Billy D. He called me, and I'm sitting there on my iPad watching draft, and first thing he says was, what's up, cuz? welcome to the Halifax Thunderbirds. And I said, what? He goes, yep, we got you. I was like, okay, let's go then. <laughs> well, and so to... yeah, Cursey called me and basically said the same thing, welcomed me, and uh, yeah, it's great.
0: So do you know Kersey's nickname then?
1: I probably should, being <laughs> a St. Kitts boy, but I do not. No I'm mercy,
0: sure. of Cursey.
1: <laughs> it makes sense, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I learned that from uh, the first time he said, Look it up and just make sure you uh, keep that in the back of your mind. So it was cool to hear that you got Billy D and you had, of course, Micah Cursey give you a call. Um, what was the first thing when you, you found out you're going to Halifax? Obviously, everybody looks it up, you know, what's in town, what goes around here. Uh, what was the first thing you looked up and found about Halifax?
1: Well, I have some family that live out there, um, not too far away from the rink. So, um, yeah, obviously. I wasn't very familiar with Halifax, but um, just the town, you know, I, I like being around the water and I know that it's right there. Yeah. Um, and my girlfriend's best friend actually works at a bar right across the street. So we hopped on FaceTime with her and we were kind of getting the lowdown from her and she literally said nothing but great things about the town.
0: Well, I know you're going to be uh, an instant hit here, obviously. We love our, love our rugged guys. You look at the uh, track record, if you look back at the Mooseheads, anybody who was a, a fist thrower or a guy who laid big hits or played on that you know gritty side of things, mm-hmm. definitely a fan favorite around here. Um, you, know, you look at the Halifax Thunderbirds. They come into the NLL. They have a great presentation. They set everything up right their first season. We're doing really well. From an outsider point of view, before you obviously joined this team, what did you think of the Halifax Thunderbirds and the way they were presenting themselves and obviously taking the league a little bit by storm, actually, on that winning streak?
1: It was, you know, that COVID year, um, they, they were easily the best team in the league. And I remember them coming to Calgary, and they, they put some numbers on us. And I said, this team is going to be legit. And sure enough, you know, it, it kind of shows, right? Um, they got a hell of a squad, hell of a hell of a staff and i like i i'm just blessed for this opportunity because i i just think i'm like only good things can come from here and um yeah december 4th cannot come come any sooner
0: no it's, it feels like it's an eternity away and i mean we're in the midst of summer talking about playing winter ball right now in in december yeah. but i know that everybody here and especially a lot of people i've spoke with within the thunderbirds are very excited to see you and haas on the floor have you spoken with him yet? Have you guys talked at all about uh, you know what potentially might be going on in that back end?
1: Well, a little bit. Um, obviously, I play against him here in the PLL, and and we had a nice little Vegas trip a little bit ago. So we were kind of getting the lowdown on things and and how things kind of worked. And he was saying nothing but great things to me and about me. And um, yeah, what what a guy to to kind of have on your side. You know, being the defensive player of the year for how many years? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just can't wait to to play with him, shoot up with him, and you know take them take some things away from him to make myself better and and to make the team better.
0: No, definitely. And uh, another player, obviously, that's key to all of that is Jake Withers. You know, Wiz. Obviously, uh, if a curse he was on this call, he'd be talking to us about how he needs to get him off more video games. For you, are you he a guy that? What's that?
1: He does love the video games. Oh I've yeah, seen we, Wiz is in there.
0: <laughs> so, for you, are you a guy that's more on the, the training side of things and more focused, uh, you know, when the season's going on? Or are you a little bit uh, on the, uh, hey, we need to take a break when we're away from the floor sometimes?
1: I think we, um, I'm about to take a break from the floor, you know, get level-headed. Um, and, yeah, just get right. You don't want to go into a weekend overthinking things. That's usually when things kind of go downhill um I've I've kind of learned that firsthand I've just always thought like oh I should have done this should have done this well it's done put it behind you and then look forward what's next I know one of the the main sayings back in Calgary was what's next look forward you know not what's in the rearview mirror but what's in the front and um obviously I've I've learned from from you know great coaches and and they've led me to great paths and um Yeah,
0: Yeah, I mean, well, you know, you you can't make an impact on what is done, but you can always change what is to become. And, you know, that's a great saying to look back, you know, not look back in the mirror. You know, what's coming before you? And before you guys this season for the Thunderbirds is huge expectations. And even around here now, you still see all the gear. You still see people wearing Thunderbirds t-shirts, jerseys. You see it all over the city. Everybody's excited. I mean, I just drove by the Chevy Camaro that's all done up in Thunderbirds colors today. So it's still huge out here for you coming into, you know, the unfinished business, the inaugural season 2.0, whatever you want to dub it this season. um, Is there any heightened expectations on yourself? And obviously this squad, we want to see them win and what they were capable of. And to a man, everyone I spoke to, last season when they were playing said we hadn't even seen the best of the team. So now you guys have only improved adding yourself and the likes of others as well. So now the squad's going to even more and the expectations are higher, but what do you place on yourself going into a season and what can we expect from the rest of the Thunderbirds going forward as well?
1: I just going to bring what I have to the table, obviously, um, from day one, you know, from training camp, that's when literally when it starts is training camp. Um, Obviously, everybody knows what I'm capable of, and they're going to expect that for as long as I play for the Halifax the Birds. I'm giving them my all. And um, yeah, you know, the main goal here for the team is to bring that championship to Halifax. I don't think there are really anything that can beat that. Um, just kind of show up, do your role, uh, man up, and obviously just bring your A game because. The season goes by very quick, and and with all the upcoming players and expansion teams like that, guys are going to be gone, and and that's like a very hard thing to to be a part of. Um, obviously, with doing that with with Calgary, but like I said, with the, with the uh, with the expansion, you know, you lose guys kind of every year. You lose a couple guys, you use a goalie, so year by year, you just take it as it is and. Um. yeah just championship mentality that's what I have in the back of my mind
0: no no and well this team definitely has the pedigree to do that um, you spoke about expansion how does it feel for players within this league To see the league grow to Halifax, to Texas, to Vegas, you know, all these different teams coming in. And some pretty notable owners as well, obviously uh, adding a little influx into the League of Cash and stuff like that. Then signing the TV deal now with TSN as well. So obviously now they're the rights holder. There'll be more games being broadcast, be able to be seen further across all the country and obviously the U.S. as well. What does that mean to players to see that growth taking place within the NL?
1: I think it's just all positive. You know what I'm saying? Like getting that TV deal with TSN, I think is a huge thing for Canada because I think more people need to not know about lacrosse, but I think they need to watch it more. Um, It, not a lot of people I don't think know about it. And, and I think they should, you know, it's our national sport in the summertime other than hockey, but um With the expansion, like you mentioned, it's, I think players really do like that. One, we, hopefully we can get longer seasons, um, and and more games. So, but it also is a tough thing because like I had mentioned before, you do lose players and, and, you know, being on a very solid team and then having to have, you know, have a great season. And then at the end of the season, having to lose, whether it be two, three players or a goalie, it's, uh that can go a long way and it kind of is amongst yourself to how you want to deal with that. But I know with, with myself um, and what I had to kind of go through, it was tough. So I do know what it feels like, but you know, it's, it's just positive vibes from here on out. And, and I know I'm with a great team and a great organization and I'm just very, like I keep saying, I just looking forward to December 4th (laughs) because my roommate here actually holding Garland plays for Saskatchewan and, That's who we're playing game one, so I've kind of – I've already started being in his ear, like, every single day, so.
0: He's got to start robbing his food and stuff like that from just knocking out of his hand, just walk away with it. I walk away,
1: I'll I'll, give him a shoulder. I was like, I'll see you soon. I know you're on on my cannons team, but December 4th will be coming around real soon.
0: Well, I want to ask you for yourself, obviously, um, before we wrap up, I'm going to do a quick little rapid-fire on questions. But for you, is there anything that Tyson Bell is engaged in, passionate about, that people should know about, and maybe uh, look up and participate in themselves?
1: Um, my family. It's a big part of my life. Um, support. You know, my, my parents have been there from day one, um, from my days growing up in minor. To getting called up playing senior B when I was 15 years old, um, going to Onondaga right here, um, just the support I've had from my family has, you know, kept me motivated, kept me in my in my groove, and um, I, I cannot thank them enough. Um, i have to shout out my girlfriend because I don't want to kind of get reamed out by her, but she's a <laughs> happy, uh, life,
0: happy life, man.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah,
0: no worries. Well, we'll do the little rapid fire here and then we'll wrap up and get you on your way, obviously. Um, so here we go. This is Tyson bell. This is rapid fire. Quick answer. No thinking, just fire it out there for you. Favorite player in the NL. Dane Smith. Pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? Absolutely. Yes. Big hit or big goal? Big goal. Favorite, favorite sport outside of lacrosse?
1: Um, synchronized swimming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Favorite player in synchronized swimming or favorite swimmer, I guess.
1: Michael Phelps. No synchronized swimming he is, but <laughs> what a
0: beast. I got to ask you, which NHL player do you think would best fare in the NLL?
1: John Tavares.
0: Oh, there you go. Favorite place to play in the LLL or the PLL? I'll put both out there.
1: Um, PLL, Gillette Stadium out in Boston. Uh, NLL, The Nest. Come on.
0: (laughs) I was waiting to hear that. All right. (laughs) And here's the last one, obviously, for Tyson Bell this season championship or bust?
1: championship
0: there we go all right tyson well i want to thank you very much for jumping on today best of luck this season with the thunderbirds look forward to talking to you when you're in town
1: thanks so much thanks for having me again
0: no problem all right ladies and gentlemen this is offside lacrosse where lacrosse comes to talk